Welcome to the podcast series for the ESRC-funded International Centre for Life Course Studies in Society and Health at UCL. In today's podcast, Professor Tarani Chandola from the University of Manchester discusses ICLS research exploring the links between work and well-being. Some people say that they're most unhappy when they're at work and they'd rather be off doing more interesting things and uh, actually a lot of time use studies show that uh, you know, when, you, when you measure people's levels of happiness throughout the day, yes they are most unhappy when they're at work and that they're most happy when they're doing much more exciting things um, and they're most happy when they're spending time with their friends for example. That's on the one hand but on the other hand we, ha- we do have a lot of studies that show that people who are out of work have lower levels of well-being, lower levels of happiness compared to people who are in work. Part of the reason for my research was to find out, well, you know, which way is it? Is it, is it really the case that being in work is good for your well-being and happiness? So let's get into that a little bit then. What, what exact aspects of what we're doing at work and happiness did you want to focus in on and why? My main interest is in the stressful working conditions, you know, the things at work that make people unhappy and whether that's having bad boss or unsupportive colleagues or tight deadlines or a huge amount of work uh, or very little control over how or when you do your work. So I'm particularly interested in those stressful working conditions and their impact on people's happiness and well-being. But I'm also interested in other aspects of work, uh, such as people's pay and remuneration, the the kinds of uh, benefits that people might get from being in work, such as having um, access to a wider network of people and also the training that people can get in at work. So there are all kinds of negative things that can happen at work, but also a whole host of positive things that people gain from being at work that I'm interested in measuring and finding out how that can impact on their well-being and happiness. So tell us a bit about where you got your information from. What sort of sources did you go to? There is this very long-standing study on ageing called the English Longitude Study of Ageing that's been going on for the last uh, 15 years or so. And they've got um, excellent data on an an older group of, of, of people, some of whom are in work. And um, I was particularly interested in what happens to older people's well-being because we know that a lot of people when they're above the age of 50 say they are increasingly leave work for all kinds of reasons. And I'm, I was particularly interested in seeing t- to what extent people who do stay on and work past a certain age, whether that has an uh, impact on their happiness and well-being. So it's from the English Longitudinal Study of Aging, which is based in England, a representative population study of private households in, in England and people who are age 50 plus in the last, since the year 2000 or so. So when we talk about older workers, what do, what do we mean there exactly? For some people, older workers means people who work past state pension age. That used to be 60 for women and 65 for men in, in the UK, and that's changing now for women right now and for men up bit later on. But in general, most people, when they're talking about older workers, they usually mean age 50 plus. And I know 50 is not old, 55 is not old, but uh, most academics tend to use the cutoff of of age 50 plus as a definition of somebody who's an older worker. In my particular study, I was interested more in the groups of people who were close to state pension age. So uh, around the ages of 60 for women and around the ages of 65 for men. In my particular study, I'm more interested in slightly older workers than what most people call older workers. I wonder how much credible evidence there is around the links between going out to work and 
and being happy. What, what have you found out when you've, when you've looked at what's out there already? What information's there? That's a really good question about credibility. To what extent are the things that we observe between working and happiness, is that a causal effect? After all, we can't do experiments. We can't force people to stay on and work or go out to work and then do a before and after measurement of, of their happiness. That's not possible. So the kinds of research that I do is based on observational studies and in these studies particularly prone to something called selection biases. So we know that people who are happy and healthy tend to stay on in work and people who are unhappy and unhealthy tend to be selected out of work. So we need to very carefully control for these kinds of uh, selection biases in order to arrive at any conclusion about whether being in at work is good for your happiness and well-being. There are a number of statistical and methodological ways that we try to do that in, in this particular study. I wonder, when we talk about retirement in this, this day and age, I think it's fair to say, isn't it, that it, it, just, it doesn't just mean stopping work altogether. We, we think about it in, far more, in a far more complex way, and it, indeed it is more complex than it used to be, perhaps. Uh, I agree. I mean, there might have been a time, um, maybe 50 years ago, when uh, retirement meant something more simple. I'm not saying that there definitely was, but perhaps um, the, the, the congruence of state pension age, stopping paid employment, leaving work, um, all of that meant the same thing. Uh, all of that occurred around the same time for a person. But now, retirement just means so many different things to people because the receipt of state pension may not signify retirement, may not signify stopping of paid employment. Uh, a lot of people go into bridge employment or other kinds of employment activities whereby they may stop their main employment, uh, but they may do uh, a different role in the organization or they might have a reduced contract with the same organization or they may do something else quite entirely different from the main occupation. And then we still have a lot of people that go into very uh, important voluntary service jobs that aren't paid through, through wages or income but uh, still carry a lot of the same characteristics that, that any paid employment would bring. So in the data, we can observe uh, a lot of people, for example, women who have never been in employment, suddenly describing themselves as being retired when they reach the age of 60, even if they aren't retiring from any paid employment after the age of 60, when they're notionally in receipt of some state pension benefits that they uh, define themselves as being retiring. I wonder over, over time, we know that as a society that we're living longer, we hear about that all the time now. Uh, what evidence is there to say that that has translated into people uh, working longer? W what do we know there? Actually, it's the reverse because people used to work longer, uh, a lot longer than they currently do back in the 50s and 60s. So at a time when people were living their life expectancy was less, so they were they had shorter lives, but they were working for longer. They, around the 80s and 90s, there was a change whereby people's working lives actually shortened, even though their life expectancy had increased. So longer life expectancies for people hasn't necessarily correlated with an increase in, in working life. In the more recent data, in the last 10 or 10 years or so, there has been an increase in, in people staying on in work for longer. So the ages of retirement has been creeping up, but that's a very recent phenomenon. Uh, I, I was particularly interested in a group of people who are in paid employment because they have to be, they need the money, their pensions aren't, aren't high enough. You mentioned pensions a moment ago. Uh, 
I mean, successive governments are very keen to tell us that working longer isn't just good for the pensions crisis, it's also good for us as individuals. Should we be a little bit more sceptical about that based on what, what, what you found? It's always good to be more sceptical <laughs> about anything, especially things that governments tell, tell us. And I, I do think that we, we need to examine the evidence more clearly. And that's what my research is, is suggesting, that actually staying on in work when you pass state pension age is only good if you have a good job. If you have a, a job that doesn't give you a fair wage or that is stressful, that's not going to increase your well-being and happiness. It's not a simple thing we, to say, oh, just because you're, you're working past the age of 60 or 65, that will improve your well-being and happiness. No, it's only if you're doing something that you find interesting and that gives you satisfaction. Just finally, where do you, where do you take things from here? Where does your research go from here? But I think particularly for older workers, it is important also to look at ways in which they can keep up training uh, opportunities so that they remain skilled in the workforce because with globalization and increasingly fragmented working conditions and workforces um, there's always the possibility and the danger that um, that the workforce will change the needs of the workforce will change and older workers may find themselves sidelined by technological changes for example if they don't keep up with the training so um, I think it is important to look at the role of uh, the availability of training for older workers um, as, a, as one way of keeping up with uh, changes in the workforce, changes in workforce needs, and how that may in turn impact on their happiness and well-being. Who Wants to Work Forever is researched by Tarani Chandola and is part of the ICLS research programme looking at job quality, later retirement age and health. More information is available on the website at www.ucl.ac.uk forward slash ICLS. <laughs>